Ara, Erubin, Daf, Samech, Zayin. Masechet Erubin, Lefua Shelema, Terei Shimon Ben Simcha, El Narefan Alob, Betoch Shar Hodah Amo Yisrael, the Masechet dedicated by Freddy Kassab and his wife, Natslahatam. We're on Samech Vav Amud Bet, we're in the opinion of Rava. So basically we're discussing uh, one concept over here. Can a one Hatser mevatel uh, their uh, rights to another Hatser? And uh, Rava uh, gave us a couple of scenarios over here. And uh, he explains each of the scenarios. Uh, I'm just going to read the scenarios quickly again. Uh, it's on Samech Vav Amud Bet. It starts with the Ketzad. A few lines up. Uh, the cases are like this. Natnu Eruvan Bechitzona. The first case is the Eruv is in the outer Hatzer. And we have two Hatzerot back to back to each other. Veshachach Echad Mena Ben Mena Penimit Ben Mena Chitzona Velo Irev. So somebody in either the front or the back forgot to make an Eruv. Shetehen Asurot. So uh, both of the Hatserot um, are going to be restricted. Even if he's Mevatel, his Reshut. Even if the one who forgot is, uh, relinquishes his rights. That's two cases. Case number three is Natnu Eruvan Bepinimit. Or the other way. He put the Eruv in the inside. Veshakach Echad Menepinimit. That's penimit, penimit. And one of the guys on the inside forgot. Velo irev. So the case over there is tehen asurot. So again, both are going to be asur. And we're not going to let him as well uh, make, uh, make a bitul de shoot. Number case number four. Shachach echad menachitzona velo irev. Same case. You put the eruv in the penimit. But here, one of the guys in the outer one forgot to make the Eruv. So here it says, Pinimit Muteret. The inner one is Muteret. Again, if uh, he relinquishes the rights, the guy in the Chitzona relinquishes the rights. I'll have to see why in this case relinquishing rights works. The Chitzona Asura. And the outer one remains restricted even though he relinquished his rights. Those are the four cases. Ravan now is going to analyze the first case. Let's get one case at a time. The Eruv was placed in the outer Hatzer. And a member of that Hatzer forgot to join the Eruv. Now keep in mind, Abotai, this is I think one of the key points to remember, that whenever you make an Eruv amongst uh, two Hatzer, they're considered one. So whatever's going to happen in one of the Hatzer, it's going to impact, obviously, the other Hatzer, because now they're considered one Hatzer, the Eruv, uh, joins them. So the fact that one guy in the outer Hatser forgot, it's like one guy in the inner Hatser forgot. Because they're all considered one. So we got to get rid of that guy. We got to get rid of the guy who forgot to make the uh, Eruv. He's impacting both Hatserot. Because both Hatserot via the Eruv became one. So the Gemara said, If they place the Eruv in the Hitzona, uh, had and somebody forgot to make uh, uh, the Eru, whether he's in the inner or the outer. So it says, both of them become Asur. And Gemara explains why. 
uh, this guy in the inner hut said that, let's say, he didn't join in the Eruv. Who do you want him to relinquish his rights to? Again, he could either relinquish his rights to the people in the Pinimit, or he could really relinquish his rights, let's say, to both, to the Pinimit and the Hitsuni. Both cases are going to have a problem. Who is he going to relinquish his rights to? So the Gemara says, Let him say, let us relinquish his rights to the, to the other members of the inner Hatser. Okay, so once he pulls out, so the Chaura, um, the inner Hatser, the Chaura, should be, uh, should be permissible. So let's read the Rashi over here. Why should it be permissible? Read the third line in Rashi, David. Third line, again, third wide. Right. Right. right, exactly. Which means, if he's mevatet to the pinimit, okay, so the pinimit should remain mutar, the chitzonah is going to be a problem because this guy, uh, although he's not part of the eruv of the pinimit, but he has rights to walk through the chitzonah. So that's the case of regela asur koma, like he's asur bepinimit, the guy who was, was mevater reshut. So he's going to osed the hatsed ha So the Gemara says, well, livti libne pinimit, well, leta le'erubayhu legabayu. The eruv is not with them. What does that mean, the eruv is not with them? What does that mean? I know the eruv is not with them, the eruv is in the front. So as she says, David, you're reading it for us? Sorry, I was on mute. Okay. Exactly, which means uh, the Eruv is not by uh, is not by them, right? Which means um, basically once he relinquishes his rights. Uh, so therefore, they were not in Eruv. Because basically, uh, 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 the, the, like I told you earlier, the, the, the Eruv connects them both. <clears throat> so when the Gebarah says over here, uh, he says, I'm reading the, just the Perush, just so we get it clearer. Since the two Hatsurut have joined in a common Eruv, they are considered merged into a single entity. Correct, the Eruv binds them. Thus when the resident of the inner Hasid relinquishes his rights exclusively to the members of the inner Hasid, it remains restricted because of the members of the outer Hasid to whom he did not relinquish rights. Exactly. The only way the inner Hasid could possibly become permitted would be to disassociate himself from the outer Hasid, outer Hasid, and dissolve the merger created by the common Eruf. That's a key point. The only way the inner Hatzid could possibly become permitted would be to disassociate himself from the outer Hatzid. I don't want to be part of you, outer Hatzid. And dissolve the merger created. Now there's no merger. But since the Eruv of the outer Hatzid was deposited in the outer Hatzid, such a disassociation would leave the inner Hatzid without an Eruv. Exactly. Which means if he disassociates himself, so he's not going to be, he's leaving the inner Hatzid without an Eruv because the Eruv is not by them. So therefore, that's not going to be an option. That's what Ashi says, uh, That's why the Ritba explains that she. So the Gemara then says, Okay, so let him be to the outer Hatser, which means let him be to both. 
Oh, so the Gemara says, no, he's in the Pinimi, he cannot be vatil to the outer. And bitul the shoot mahatzel lahatzel. Here's our Hadush. That Ravaz showing you, you cannot be vatil one hatzel to the other. Look at that she And bitul the shoot meben hatzel zu. Uh, right. That's the Hadush. We learned in yesterday's daf that some learned Shemuel that you're allowed to make Bitul Rishut if it's going to be Osir. Which means if, it, if, if without doing Bitul Rishut it's going to be Osir, uh, you could do Bitul Rishut. And here's a case where if they don't make Bitul Rishut, the Hatsut are going to be forbidden. The guy in the back is going to impact the guy in the front. But it doesn't matter. In between the shoot, mehatzer lehatzer. So the Gemara then says, uh, let's say, same story. Uh, they made a um, uh, eruv. They put it in the outer hatzer, and a guy in the outer hatzer forgot to make the eruv. Same case, we're just putting the guy who forgot on the outer hatzer. So Gemara says, Hai bar chitzona leman nevatel. So you want this guy who forgot in the outer one, he's got to mevatel his rights. Here we go again. Let him mevatel to the b'nei chitzona. So it's not going to be effective. Why? The inner chatzer is going to restrict them. Uh, why is the inner one uh, going to restrict them? Read that. She Oh, so this guy over here, uh, uh, if he's mevatel is the shoot to the people in the chitzonah, it's not going to help. The pinimit are going to be osed. Again, he explains, the joint eruv is invalid because of this member of the outer hatzer who forgot to join. The residents of the inner hatzer are restricted in their hatzer because their Eruv is in the outer Hatzer. Once already they're restricted in their Hatzer, consequently their rites of passage will restrict the outer Hatzer. Act like we just read in Rashi. So therefore the Gemara says, fine, let them relinquish their rights, to his rights to both. Gemara says, no, in bitul reshut mehatzer Same concept, it cannot be mevatel from one Hatzer to the other. Third case, natnu eruvan bepinimit. They put the eruv now in the inner one, the back. Veshachach echad mena pinimit velo irev. Shtehem asurot, same thing. Both of them are going to be forbidden. Haibar pinimit leman nevatel. Who do you want the guy to mevatel to who enters in the pinimit? Nevatel lebne pinimit. If he's going to relinquish his rights to the members of the pinimit, in order for them to, 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 to be able to carry, ikachit sonad asra alayu. The outer hasid is going to restrict them. Again, what's the same? What's the principle over here? Since the two hasidot have a joint eruv, they're viewed as a single hasid. So the residents of the outer hasid having rights in the inner hasid. Now, they were joined together because the rights of the residents who forgot to join in the eruv were relinquished only to the residents of the inner. So therefore, the residents of the outer hasid now restrict the inner hasid because he only was mevatel to the inner. So the Gemara says, let him evatel to the chitzona. Can't do it. And bitul the shoot mehatzer lehatzer. The concept again is repeated for the third time. You cannot evatel from one chitzer to the other. But here's the case where Rava actually says, and we go to the Amud Rishon, where bitul will help. Shachah echad min chitzona velo irev. 
let's say you have one of the guys in the Hitsona did not make the uh, did not make the Eruv. The Eruv is in the back. It's in the pinny meat. So the Eruv is in the back, and one of the guys in the front uh, did not make the Eruv. So here the Gemara says, Vadai Pinimit Muteret. For sure, the inner Hatser, where the Eruv is, is going to be permitted if he relinquishes his rights. Why? The Ahadad Dasha Umishtamsha. Because basically, uh, the words Ahadad Dasha Umishtamsha means it may close its entrance. Vehitsona Asura. And the Hitsona is going to be Asura. Read Rashi on top. Shachach echad mena chitzona velo irev. Beha modeh shemuel. Mebatre bene chitzona. Bebene penimit. Oto reshut. Shebala hem letochan ayadeh ergel eruban. Oh, so the eruv obviously allowed them to go back and forth. The penimit, the chitzonit, and vice versa. Now what happened? Shachach echad mena chitzona. So one of the guys on the outside forgot to make the uh, Eruv. So Shemuel is modeh in this case, that let the Bnei Chitzona mevatel the Reshut to the Pinimit, even though we just said mevatim Reshut to Reshut. In this case it works. Why? And what, what are they going to mevatel basically? Their rights of passage. His rights of passage. The Bnei Pinimit Oto Reshut. Rabbi, yes. Rabbi, there's no right of passage from Chitzon to Pinimit. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. Because once already you made an Eruv, it's one. They can go back and forth. The Hedgel, the Hedgel, the Hedgel of the Eruv allowed them to go back and forth. So Hedgel Eruban means that the Chitzona could walk down to the Pinimit because that's where the Eruv is. Correct. And that makes it one. Okay. So they enjoy. That makes it a passage. That, exactly. That, so, so the Bimabatel, that Hedgel. Exactly. The Bimabatel, that Hedgel that the Eruv gave them. So read that inside. As she says in the second line, Eruvan. Now, what's the reason why they could do that? I thought, I thought we just said, according to the way Rabbah understands Shemuel. And now we're saying in this case, there is a bitul, Mishum. Mishum de Amra la, Right, which means I only joined you, I didn't enjoy, enjoin you to, to hurt me. And this, this is the Mahalukah that we're going to see later on in Ayin here. What do you need Bitul for? He's saying this is following a Shitab Rabbi Akiva that we're going to see later on. The Eid Rabbanan, you don't even need Bitul in such a case. It happens automatically. The Pinimi could always say, I, I, didn't, I didn't enjoin you to hurt me. And it's, it's me'akir automatically. But the Akiva says, no, you need to make a bitul. Now, the only question is, the, the only question is, I, I, I got the point. But why can't we say that in the other case? Which means, if let's say one of the guys in the Pinimit forgot, why can't one of the guys in the Hitsoni say, hey, I only enjoyed you... Uh, for my benefit, not to hurt me. In that case, also the chavara bitul for me to shoot the shoot should work. And just like, just like the pinimi guys can tell the chitzoni guys, "Hey, we only joined for my benefit, therefore get out of here." So why can't the chitzoni guys tell the pinimi guys in the other case the same thing? So that she says, 
וכי שכח בן פנימית לקע לנאמן האחיד, ולבטל לבני פנימית ותכל דשא ותשמש, ולמה צל לנאמן לתקונה שתבטיח בולה לעבודה, שהרי תחילת העיוות על ידי בן פנימית בה. Oh, so in that case, right, which means, Now let's say the guys on the inside uh, forgot it, right? And therefore they have a passageway. Meaning the Hitsuni guys cannot come along and say, I did it for our tikkun. They were good before the Eruv, the Hitsuni people. It was the Pinimi guys that were also the, the Hitsuni. So therefore, in that case over there, we're not going to say they can be vatel, they shoot using that sevara. Again, let's say that again. The case over here is, v'chishachach ben pinimit, lekal lememarhachi, meaning the chitzoni cannot tell the pinimit, letekune shel taftik velo le'evati, deleptil lebne pinimit, and therefore the bibitul should work. V'tichud dasha v'teshamesh, Let me just see that inside over here. Uh, yes, yes, that's the words I'm looking for. Exactly. I don't see them. Could you read those words? Those are the words I'm looking for. That we're not going to say. Uh, and again, he reads it over here properly. This procedure is not effective in Rabah's third case, where one of the residents of the inner Hasid forgot to join in the Eruv. Why not? Because in that case, the inner Hatser caused its own restriction, right? By failing to have a valid Eruv. The inner Hatser then cannot complain to the outer Hatser that they have disturbed their use of their own Hatser because it was, their, uh, it was basically their fault. <clears throat> okay, so now the Gemara comes along and says, Gemara comes along and says, let me just see here. Oh, so Rabotai... Let's get the, uh, the summation. He gives a summation. I just want to get where I'm standing at all points here. Rava holds that according to Shemuel, the inner Hatser may never relinquish its rights to render the outer Hatser permissible. That's correct. The inner can never do it to the outer. Only in one case may the outer Hatser relinquish its rights gained from the Eruv merger to render the inner Hatser permissible. When the Eruv was in the inner Hatser, and a resident of the outer Hatser forgot to join the Eruv. Thus, he disagrees with Abayen Rav Yosef, who hold that according to Shemuel, an inner Hatser may always relinquish its rights. So it comes out we have a big ma'loket, <clears throat> like a baby tool this shoot, is it going to work or not? Rava obviously has it in a much limited capacity, where Rav Yosef and Abaye held that uh, according to Shemuel, at least, always the inner Hatser may relinquish its rights, uh, and therefore the outer uh, Hatser is going to be permissible. Amar le Rav Huna, bered Rav Yoshua le Rava, v'chi shachach echad mena penimit velo irev, and in the case where, let's say, one of the members of the inner Hatser did not join the Eruv, amayshten asurot. Why should it both of them be forbidden, like you said? Liptil bar penimit v'ne penimit. So let the guy who forgot in the inner Hatser, let him relinquish his rights to the other members of the Hatser. And then let the outer Hatser come and be permitted together with them. What's his, uh, what's his question? I guess since he relinquished his rights 
to the members of his own Hatser, that should be enough. He's out. And that, that should be enough to permit the members of the outer Hatser as well. And then they have a common Eruv. So therefore, the guy who was the problem left in the Chaurah, once he leaves, should be okay. Gemara says, no. Keman, who is this going like? Kedabili Ezer. The Amad, Enot Sarich Lebatel Reshut, which means, according to the Bili Ezer, he holds that when one relinquishes rights, uh, he doesn't have to relinquish rights uh, to each person that's uh, residing in the Hasid. Uh, that would and, and that would make sense. Let me that she on that Keman Kedabili Ezer. Yes, Rabba Kamehaderle. Rabba Kamehaderle. Rabba Kamehaderle. Rabba Kamehaderle. Rabba Kamehaderle. Rabba Kamehaderle. Rabba <laughs> Correct, we learned that already on Dafkabab. That what? That the Bili Ezer holds uh, So therefore what? On, on Chavav we explained that the Bili Ezer permits this method of Bitul because we may assume that the one who is relinquishing his rights intends to distribute them to all of the members of the Hasid. However, from this Gemara, it seems that Abidi Ezra does not require that the rights be relinquished to each member of the Hasid. Okay. So he says what? Ki ka'amina uh, banan. When I was teaching my ruling, the amli sarikh lebatel lechol echad ve'echad. And therefore I hold that he has to mevatel uh, to every single one. And therefore what? And he didn't? What's the answer to that? And therefore what? He didn't? What's the point of this Gemara? One second, I lost my place here. One second, I lost the place here in this Gemara. So again, he told them, why don't you just make a bitul to the pinimi guys? And the Hitsuna automatically become permissible because since it's all one, it'll be okay. So he tells them, what do you mean? Uh, 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 this uh, suggestion that you're telling me would only work like the Bili Ezer that says you don't have to mevatel to each one but I hold like the Rabbanan the Rabbanan says you have to mevatel to each one and since he was not mevatel to the Hitzona it's not going to work okay so therefore you can't ask me a question I'm following the Shittah of Rabbanan that the one that's mevatel he has to mevatel from both Hatserot he cannot only mevatel from from one, uh, from one, uh, from one. He has to be able to tell to everybody that he impacts. Rav Chista, Rav Sheshat, Kipag Eba Dahadadi. They met each other. Rav Chista, Marte'an Sifvate Mimatnayata de Rav Sheshat. So Rav Chista's lips were always uh, trembling from the uh, knowledge of, uh, of Rav Sheshat's uh, wisdom on the Mishnayot, Tanayic teachings. Rav Sheshat Sheshat, on the other hand, he trembled from Rav Chazda's uh, uh, analytical skills. So they were both trembling from each other. You know, Rav Sheshat was impressed by Rav Chazda's analysis, and Rav Chazda trembled from Rav Sheshat's genius in the Mishnayot. So they asked the question. He asked him the following question. We have the picture over here in our books. You have two basically houses on both ends of the Rishut Tarabim. So you have a house on one side of the Rishut Tarabim, across the street, across the thoroughfare. You have another house. <coughs> what happened? Obviously, you cannot carry 
from uh, one house to another. That's not an eruv over here. This is a, you're going from the shul to the beam. Uh, that's separating the two homes. But what happened? Nochrim came on Shabbat. Ubaun Nochrim, Guim came on Shabbat. Vekifum mechitza b'Shabbat. And basically they put walls, they built walls on Shabbat, partitions, and therefore basically, you know, uh, enclosing it. Uh, so now the question is, Mahu. Can they, uh, uh, can, can, can they use those walls? Which because now you have an area in between. Now I understand that they didn't make an iru before Shabbat. So let one house be vatel to the other. And therefore the whole area in between will belong to him or to them. And therefore they should be able to carry. So basically, can uh, on Shabbat, after the Guim built the wall, do you allow them to make a uh, bitul uh, shoot? So the Gebarah says... They, bo- they, they both make bitul? No, makes one. Bitul and only one gets a benefit. That's correct. One makes bitul and, he get, and, that, and that person that received the bitul gets the benefit. And the other side is stuck still. That's right. That's right. So the Gebarah says, Alibad demand amar en bitul de shut mehaser lehaser. Okay, according to Shemuel, that said what? That you cannot do bitul from haser to haser, from one haser to the other. Uh, again, we learned above uh, that when you have haserot that are next to each other, even according to Abaye, we said that it's not gonna it's not gonna work bitul haser for haser. In order to make bitul haser for haser, if you remember, we learned you need two conditions. Number one, the haserot have to restrict each other, uh, and they could have joined with an eruv, which is eruv has to work, and uh, without an eruv, they are osed each other. So in this case over here, uh, there was no eruv. You can't make an eruv in such a case. So therefore, aliba demanda amar en bitul deshut mehatzer lehatzer. So there's no question. Lotiv elach. Because which means in a normal case, let's say where they could have made an Eruv, in a normal case of a Hatzed, where they could have made an Eruv from the day before, from, uh, from Shabbat, from Erev Shabbat, so we would have to make a Eruv, and still you said that even if they were able to make an Eruv from the day before, you still said, and still you said, in this case, where Eruv would not be a possibility, there was no, there was no Eruv to make the day before. There was, there was, was in a shoot and Certainly, that rabbi is going to tell you that what? That the Eruv is not going to be, uh, uh, the Bitu is not going to work. Which means, in this case, none of Shemuel's conditions uh, exist. Eruv uh, uh, doesn't exist, and, and they were not uh, restricting each other. Nobody was restricting each other. There was no... You weren't allowed to carry into the shoot of the beams. And yet they restricted each other. Eruv wasn't an option. Again? Well, they weren't, they, they, meaning they were not Osirin in their own houses to begin with. Is that what it means? In other words, according to Shemuel, you need to have Osirin and Ma'abin. Correct. They were not Osir each other. I, I, I wasn't allowed to carry into the shoot of the beams because I wasn't allowed to carry into the shoot of the beams. Of course, the other house was Osir me. I thought, I thought it means... That, that they each were not, without the Eruv, they were both already permissible to carry in their own house, in their own chatz, in their own neshut. They were just, they were just not allowed to carry in the street. Right. The, that, that means, that means they, they were not, os- exactly, they were not, os- they were not osir on each other. The fact that they were, then, the fact that they were not allowed to carry in the street was not as a result of anybody osirring on each other. They were permissible in their place and forbidden in the, in the public, but that wasn't because of anybody else. It's true, we're saying the same thing. 
Point is, Eruv doesn't work, and they were not osir on each other. They were permissible in their place, and in the place that they were forbidden, that's not because of anybody else's doings. <laughs> so therefore, if you don't have any of the conditions of Shemuel, so for sure, uh, it's, again, even if Shemuel says, even when you're allowed to make an Eruv, if they're not osir on each other, it's not going to work, uh, Bitul, the Rishut. You need two conditions. You need them to be osir on, like the, the, the case of Shemuel would be the front and the back. Where Eruv is a, is a possibility that if you don't make the Eruv, there's a Isur there. They're osir on each other. But that doesn't apply in this case. So he says, don't ask me according to Shemuel. It's fine. Your question will be, which is Rabbi Yohanan, who actually said that you're able to make bitul reshut from one haser to another. Oh, but maybe Rabbi Yohanan only said it. Matsumar, but he says you need one condition. That so long as an eruv would have been able to be made the day before, they could have joined in a common eruv. That's when you can make a bitul. But here you don't even have one condition. You'll not be able to make the eruv from the day before. There's no eruv in this case over here. Or maybe no, maybe you don't need any conditions. Maybe you don't need any conditions. Maybe even if it wasn't eruvable, but now that bottom line, they, 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 there, was a, there was a fix with this wall that came on Shabbat. Maybe even Rabbi Yohanan would say, even though you couldn't make an Eruv from the day before, it'll still be okay. So we're basically asking, to what extent is Rabbi Yohanan being uh, lenient in this deen of Bitul Deshut? So the Gemara comes along and says, You want to read the Rashiki Tiv Elach Aliba Demand Amar Yesh Bitul. Right, which basically we're asking Rabbi Yohanan, when you said you need one condition, was that Davka or Lav Davka? Maybe you don't need any conditions. Maybe you don't need to have the ability to make an Eruv. Maybe even though they're not Osir on each other, maybe Rabbi Yohanan holds you can always be Mivatel. So the Gemara says, Amar en Mivatlin. Okay, so now we get a clarification in, um, in uh, Rabbi Yohanan. She says, They have to be able to make an Eruv amongst themselves for Bitul to work. They don't have to be Osir on each other. They don't have to, or, or Osir on each other. Yeah, or Osir on each other, correct. But here you have nothing. Here they're not Osir on each other. Each one's permissible in their place. And in the place that they're forbidden, it's not because of the result of anybody else. And Eru doesn't help. You offer too, even if you are will agree. Gemara gives a different case over here. Met nukhri b'shabbat mahu. What happened over here? The goy died on Shabbat, as she tells us. Hanameh. Hanameh ba'eminet. Shnei Yisraelim menukhri hadarim b'chaseb. Velo sachru, velo ebu. Umet nukhri b'shabbat. Mahu l'batel zelazeh. Oh, beauty. So basically, they, they went into Shabbat Isur because there was two Jews and a, uh, and a Goy, and they didn't rent the, uh, the place room, so they were Asur. Okay, but what happened? So he died, so he's out of the way. Okay, the only problem is you have two, two Jews now. Beautiful, so let one guy be batel to the other on Shabbat, and then it's one guy alone. One guy alone will be able to carry. So the Gebra says, Alibad de Amar, de Amar Sukhrin. We learned above. Uh, Rabbi Yohanan, that uh, remember we learned yesterday that when the goy comes on Shabbat, uh, they can lease his rights with him on Shabbat. Lotiv There's no question. Which means, 
Remember we learned on yesterday's daf, or whatever, when the, when the goy comes on Shabbat, you can do two things. Which is the goy comes on Shabbat, you're able to lease his property. And once you lease his property, now he's out of the way. And then they have to mevatel the reshut to one guy. And do two things over there. You have to lease and mevatel. Again, the case was there was no Eruv amongst them. Uh, now what happened, the Goy came on, uh, uh, or, or there was an Eruv, but once the Goy comes, the Eruv is nullified. So now the Goy shows up on Shabbat, so what did Yohanan say? Okay, get the Goy out of the way, lease from him on Shabbat. Okay, he's out of the way, now you're, you're stuck, you don't have the Eruv. Fine, let everybody relinquish to one guy, and that one guy is permissible, so you're getting two things on Shabbat, you're doing Sikhirut and relinquish. So the Gebaras is according to that opinion, Hada Mebaya? Over here, it's only, it's only one item you have to do over here. What's the only item you have to do over here? The only item over here you have to do, he died, so there's no renting. Well, you have to do on Shabbat. If I can mevatel and socher, certainly I can be mevatel alone. So the question would not be according to him. It's according to Shemuel that we learned. That you're not allowed to be socher uh, on, uh, on Shabbat. Oh, so maybe yeah, maybe he only forbade it because he needed to do two things. He needed to be socher and then to be mevatel. However, but maybe one item just to be a mevatel will be okay because he died. Or maybe he doesn't care. Maybe there's no difference between two procedures or one. Uh, and therefore, he's going to say it's going to be forbidden regardless. And then the Gemara says, Okay. Okay, it comes out, it's a, it's a ma'loket. Read the Rashi, Ani Omer Mebatlin. Which means, uh, they should have done it from the day before. They could have done it from the day before, I guess when he was still alive, before he died. Meaning to rent it. Matsi Avde. Uh, so therefore what? Because uh, well, the Goy was in town, Rabbi? Yeah. The Goy was here. He was there. And therefore you can't say it's similar to the other case where the guy showed up on Shabbat where they had no choice. Fine. And Hamanunah says? Well, I know no choice. They had no option. Forgive me. They had no option in the other case. Because he wasn't there. Mashiach here, they had an option to fix it. Therefore I'm not going to give you the hetter of Bitul. Hamanunah says, Enribatlim. Okay, so his rule is that Bitul only works with what? With his Eruv. I guess because the guy, why couldn't they make the Eruv from, from the day before? Oh, because they had to rent it. Right. And they could, but he wasn't there. Right. And Bitul, Elabimkom, Eruv. And therefore, since they couldn't make an Eruv, it wouldn't work. Let me just read that case again. Hamenuna says, En mevatlim. En mevatlim. They cannot use bitule because the Eruv would have been invalid on Shabbat since the idolater was alive, right? Even the Eruv, they made it, wouldn't have helped unless he rented his rights to the Jews. Therefore, this case is governed by the principle that bitul may not be used when there was no option of joining in the Eruv. Exactly, which means since since Eruv was not an option, 
So therefore, it's not going to help now to make bitul. Why was Eruv not an option by Erev Shabbat? Because the Goy was Osir. Eruv would not have fixed it. That's the point. So Eruv doesn't fix, we hold, Hermenunah uh, uh, holds, if Eruv doesn't fix, the bitul doesn't work. And Eruv would not have fixed in this case by Erev Shabbat. Why? Because the Goy was Osir. He was, he was there. And what does the other rabbi say? The first Shita. The first Shita said, which is Rav Sheshat, Ani Omer, Mevatlin. What's the reason? In the earlier case, the Jews had no way to join in the valid Eruv on Shabbat because the guy wasn't there. But this way, there was a way to do it. What was the way to do it? Make an Eruv and make Sechirut. And therefore, he holds, since it was possible to make an Eruv with Sechirut, therefore, Bitul works. Beautiful. Now the Gemara continues. Amar of Yehuda, Amar Shemuel, Nukhri. Okay, Sheyesh lo petach arba'ah al arba'ah. Well, he has an entrance, I guess, full by fortifying by fortifying. Patuah le bikah. What's open to a bikah. Uh, so basically, he has two entrances. One entrance is open to the mavui, where it's a problem. If he's open to the mavui, he impacts them. But he also has another entrance to the uh, to the other side, to the uh, to the bikah, where he doesn't need to go really go into the uh, into the mavui at all. Afilu machnis umotzi gemalim ukronot kolayum kolodirich mavui. Uh, even if the guy brings his wagons and his camels all day long via the entrance to the Mavui, and the Chaurafi is using that, he's going to impact everybody else who's living in the Mavui, in the Hatserot. En Oser al Mavui. Beautiful. He did not Oser them. Why? Because it's assumed that the entrance, which is, is exclusively. The one that's open to the field, that's the one that he prefers. Why? Because I guess that's the uh, that's the easier one to use. Look at that. Yeah. There you go. So it's it's it's, it's more airy. So that's it. So even though he has access, and even though he uses the mavui one, that's not his main uh, his main entrance. What if it's open up to this uh, to this karfef? Which I guess is uh, not as uh, uh, spacious. It's fenced in. So the Gemara says, "Patuah kavev mahu." Amar of Nachman bar ame mishemed de ulpana. What is ulpana? Look at that she. Okay, so he heard it from uh, from his from, from teachings. We go to Ramut Bet. Afilu patuah lekarfev. Okay, even a karfif is not going to restrict. I guess open space, you have to say. Look at that sheet top line. Nihale. Nihale betfe, the Okay, so there you go. The Gemara comes along and says, Rava, the Rav Yosef, the Amri Tarvayu. Nukhri. Let's say he has access to a karfif. Bet satayim osir. Oh. So if the karfif is the shiur of bet satayim, which is 5,000 square amot, or less, uh, so then already it will be mutar. However, yoter me bet satayim, I'm sorry, it will be nukhri bet satayim oser. Hila, bet satayim oser. Yoter me bet satayim eno oser. So read that ashi on that, nukhri. So again, same case. He has, he has to both. To a karfif, 
which is a smaller karfif, because it's bits at time or less, and the mavui, adayin osir. It's not big enough. Good. So the basic principle is, according to this opinion, the bigger the karfif, the better. Therefore, since it's a smaller karfif, it's more nikhafim to use the mavui. And once he uses the mavui, he impacts all the other uh, Jewish neighbors. But yotem ebet satayim eno osir. Now, this is my here. Yes, yes. So Rabbi Nachman is saying, no matter how, I feel any size karfif. Yes, that's what it sounds like. Yes, yes, that's what it sounds like. They they didn't put any uh, any restrictions. They just said karfif. He didn't say hanimili. I think about I would have said. I think hanimili. That what he said is only talking about this. Sounds like they're giving their own opinion. Now, the Israel, now give the same case of the Israel. Uh, that's a case where, let's say, the Jew forgot to uh, uh, join in the Eruv, and he has access to the Karfif. So do we say, okay, since he has access to the Karfif, he doesn't bother the, uh, the uh, Mavui. He says, no, Bet Satayim Ena Oser. And if it's Bet Satayim, which is smaller, then it's not Oser, the Mavui. Yotem Bet Satayim Oser. What's the logic for that? What's the reason why? So read that she Yisrael. Yisrael she is not petach lekarfesh, petach lemaboy b'shechach b'lo era lemaboy. So we hear the Jew just did not do eruv. Right, so it's just like the goy in that respect. Right, right. Im im kar im karfesh betzer taimu shidaui lehishdamesh bo eno oser abenem maboy be'afagav de legaben nochri chashib zutar. Even though why the goy was not big enough, like Israel nefish, it's enough. The Habe Shabbat leka husaat masaot yiterin v'sagi b'hachi. What is he doing? What, what is he doing on Shabbat to Jew? He's not taking out a lot of stuff anyway. So therefore, even a small uh, a small karfef is enough, and if it's enough air for him, more than the mavui for sure. So then with chaurah, more should be better. Abal yotem bebet satayim. Uh-huh. Beautiful. When when the karfif is more than bet satayim, it turns into a karmelit because it was not it was not hukaf ledira. It did not have uh, was not uh, penned for for dwelling purposes. So it's a karmelit. Once it's a karmelit, the Jews not allowed to use it. So it's lo nihalet tashmish. Look how big it is. Bottom line, he cannot use it. So therefore, since he cannot use it, so therefore he's back to the Mavui. Once he's back to the Mavui, so now already he's going to be Osir on the uh, on the other members. Okay, so it's very much the opposite uh, between the Goy and the Jew. Okay, same question. The Goy's house is open to a Karfef. What's the law? Again, the case is talking about where he's opened, he's open to both. He's open to a karfif and a mavui. So Amar what do you mean? We said this already. Hare Amru, bet satayim, osir. Which is small, so therefore sloni hatash mishtets, osir. Yotem me bet satayim, more than bet satayim, and osir. Okay, what, what do you want? We, we gave you the answer already. I guess you didn't hear the answer. So now the Gemara comes along and says... <coughs> Why does Ashish she, she say over here this question is only... Meaning, why is, it, why is it only asking on the Nukhri and not on the Jew case? 
تشخیص زان نخری و اماتر در رابی هودا رابی هودا دزیمین Right. Uh, I thought you were asking a question. W- w- why does he only ask on the case of the of the goy? Why does the know he's not asking on the case of the Jew? Do we have any ayah on that? Patua le karfef. I don't know. Have a chdeyah. Ba'amine rababar haklam ravuna patua le karfef mahu. Um, I'm just not, because it says yeah, no, because from the answer what his question was right okay right continues okay we know the story already you have a karfef you have a, a open area and um It's uh, it has a wall around it. Now, in Torah, by the way, that's the shoot the By the way, I don't care how big it is. Any area that has walls around it is okay. But however, the Achami made a gezerah because it is a uh, it's a big area and people don't live in there. So therefore, we're not going to consider it a private domain. They consider it a karmelit. That's called the karfef, an open area, large area, more than betzat time, more than five thousand square amot. Low kafledira was not. <clears throat> walled for uh, residential purposes. Afilu kor afilu korayim. I don't care even if it's bigger as a kor or kurayim, which is uh, I don't know, 75,000 square amot. letocho hayav. Okay, because if you throw from the reshut terabim into it, you're going to be hayav. Because mina Torah, it is a reshut yahid. That doesn't change the Torah law, so they're going to be hayav. My ta'ama, what's the reason? Mechitzahi. There's a partition over there, so it's definitely the shoot the yachid. Therefore, since it's lacking residence, so the rabbis uh, treated it as a uh, you know not a shoot the yachid. Therefore, they put a karmelit on it, but they didn't put a karmelit on it completely. It's a minatorat to the shoot the yachid. So the Gemara says, "Mativ Rav Huna Bar Hanina Selah Shebayam." What's that case over here? You have a rock that's in the uh, in the sea. I guess the sea is a karmelit. That we know that already, right? The regular ocean or the sea has a din of a karmelit, and this rock is gavoa asara virohav arbaa. Okay, and the rock is ten by four. Ten by four is basically a shoot a yachid. En metaltelin lo min toch layam. I'm sorry. En metaltelin lo min tocho layam. I guess you cannot carry from the rock to the yam. Vedominayam letocho. Okay, <clears throat> if it's the shuti yachid, so obviously it's, it's forbidden to 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 to, to move uh, from karmelit to the shuti yachid. Pachot mikan metaltelin, but let's say the height of the rock is less than that. So then you can go back and forth from the sea to the rock. I guess because what you're going from karmelit. To Carmelit, so therefore they they allow you to go from Carmelit to Carmelit. Let's read Rashi on that for a second. In metaltelin lo metochol ayam. Afilu bedalar amot. Ah. 
even within four Amot. Because like he's transferring to Shuyot. That's correct. Right. We'll let you transfer from one, you know, Karmelit to another, but within four Amot. The Hadush you could transfer. So the Gibbara says, Pahot Mikan Metaltelin. Ad Kama. So the Gibbara says, how, uh, how large is this rock over here? So the Gibbara says, Ad bet satayim. Oh, so the rock is up to bet satayim. So the Gabbara says, what do you mean? Wh- which, which case are we talking about? Which rock is bet satayim? Ahaya. That last line that you said, that the rock is bet satayim, uh, what case were you talking about? Ilima asefa. If it's on the last case, the low rock, where you say you can go from one to the other, bet satayim tefelo. What if it's more than bits of time? It's not going to be okay. I don't care how big it is. Bottom line, it's still a karmelit. It's less than ten to fahim. I don't care how big it is. It's still a karmelit. Elalav must be going what? Aresha must be going on the case where it was reshut yahid, where you said it's forbidden to carry from the rock to the water. Uh, and what does it say? Vaki kamar sela shebayam gavawa asarav v'rochav arba. It's ten by four the rod, so it's reshut yahid. En metaltelin. You cannot transfer from one to the other. And when is this true? Oh, until Bet Satayim. So what's the implication? Sounds like if it's more than Bet Satayim, so then it's going to be what? Metaltelin. Oh, so what do you see from over here? Alma Karmeliti. We see that if the rock uh, has a deen of a Karmelit, and therefore we're going to be lenient. That means even though you have a 10 by 4, we take the leniency that we take it out of it as Shuti Yahid. You just told me that what? That when we have a a Yoter Mebet Satayim and it has a wall around it, it's a Shuti Yahid Minat Torah. Therefore, if you throw in it, you're going to be Hayav. Here you have a bona fide Shuti Yahid, you have a 10 by 4, but we say once it already becomes more than Bet Satayim, the implication is it's permissible. That means it doesn't have a deen of the Shuti Yahid Bechlal. I mean, we say that it's a deen of a karmelit, even the kula. Because why did you say uh, that um, uh, that if somebody uh, throws into the karpef from the reshut rabim, he's going to be hayav? Look at Ashi. Yamara says, "Hayotem bet satayim." Nakira Ashi. That's the key. It's a karmelit lekula. Rabbi Yohanan didn't say that. Rabbi Yohanan said, no, it always remains in the shuti yachid, this karpef. It's just that it has also a din of a karmelit. But here you see that, no, once it's more than bet satayim, and then Gemara's implication is that more than bet satayim would be permissible to even transfer from the rock to the, uh, to the sea. It means it has a din of a karmelit, a filu lekula. Amarava, man de lo yada terutsem matnayata. Tiyufta motivle Rabbi Yohanan? He says, because the, 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 the rabbi doesn't know how to reconcile uh, braitot. You're going to ask a question uh, 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 from a braita against Rabbi Yohanan? You don't know how to reconcile it. There's an easy answer. So you, you, you're making Rabbi Yohanan a tiyufta. There's an easy reconciliation. Le'olam aresha. 
Oh, this deen of Betzatayim was talking about Aresha. It was going on the, uh, the Resha. What is the Resha? Vehachi ka'amar. And this is what the Braita meant to say. What was the case of the Resha? The case of the Resha was where the rock was 10 by 4. So we said, obviously, you're not allowed to go from the rock to the sea and vice versa because you're going from Yahid to, uh, to, 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 to Karmelit and vice versa. Also, the Gemara makes an implication. Oh, but it sounds like on the rock itself you should be allowed to carry. Why? Because it's the Shuti Yahid. And that it says, However, once already it's greater than Bet Satayim, then already there's a deen of a Karmelit. And we're not going to let you carry in a Karmelit. So therefore, we're not talking about transferring from the rock to the sea. We're talking about carrying on the rock itself. Right, don't, don't make a, 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 a diyuk. It's a different diuk, you have to say. That's what she means. What's the diuk? It's always a reshut yachid. I don't care how big it is. Metochol ayam is always going to be asur. I don't care if it's uh, 75,000 square amot. The adush over here is, we're going to have a humrah to carry on the rock itself. Just like we have a humrah on, on, on the karpef. That a karpef that's more than betzatayim, that's low kafladira, it's a karmelit. It's a reshut yachid in the Torah, just like this rock is, and that's where you cannot go from the rock to the sea, but on the rock itself, you won't be able to transfer. I said, shoot the height. No, we have a humrah that it will treat like a karmeli, because it's your term of time. Shalom kaf dira. Beautiful, so there's no question against uh, Rabbi Yohana. Let's go now. One more answer. Nabala says, Rabbi Sheamar, Le'olam Aresha. It's going on the Resha, which we said it's going on the Resha here also. It's not changing that. But he's changing the diuk. Hen amru, vehen amru. They said and they said. Read Rashi, Rabashi Amar. Rabashi Amar de Olam Aresha. Vilaba diukakae. Which is don't learn, don't learn like the first rabbi said, it's talking about carrying on the rock itself. No, it's not talking about carrying on the rock itself. Which means the diuk is like we learned above. That what? That if it's more than Betzatayim, it would be permissible to go from the rock to the, to the water. V'afilu n'yam metuchol ayam nami karmeli chavya. B'shareh. Oh, how can it be shareh? Yeah, you got miyu. Miyu. Rabbi Yochanan, latekshed. V'adai v'inyan sh'yibam metuhuraika, v'shuti akhiti. Which is basically, even carrying from the Shuti Yahid to Karmelit is the Rabbanan. So they could come along in certain cases and wave 
the Dirabanan, like they did in the case of the rock in the sea, and in the case of the Karpev, they didn't. And Amru ve'en Amru. Which means, even when you want to call it a Rishut Hayahid, where are you going from? You're going from Rishut to Karmelit. Even if you call it a Rishut Oraita, it's still going to a Karmelit, which is Dirabanan. So therefore, they're able to say it where they want to say it. Now let's see where they want to say it. Continue the Gemara. Hen Amru Karpev Yaten Bebet Satayim Shalukaf Ledira. When it came to a karpef, that's more than bet satam shlokaf ledira. They said it's a karmelit and metaltelin bo ela be'arba amot. Right? They came along and said you can only carry within four amot. They treated it as a chumrah karmelit. Ve'en amru, and they also said and metaltelin mirishuti yachid lekarmelit. Exactly. They gave two rules over here. They said you can't carry in it and you can't carry from it. Those are both the rabbanans. They read the rashis now. Hem amru. Right, because since it's so big, they don't want you to carry within it, because you're going to make a mistake that it looks like a shoot to the beam. So the rabbis made a takana, a karpef that's very big, even though, even though it has a wall around it, you cannot carry inside of it. Umiyu. Beautiful. So they made a takana, you can't carry in a karpep, a very, very wide area. You're going to make a mistake that it's a shoot to the beam. Behem amru. Behem amru. En metaltelin me neshut hayachid de karmelit mishum. Delal etelet hatulev me neshut hayachid de neshut hayachid. They made another gezerah, that you cannot carry from a neshut hayachid to a karmelit. Gezerah, you might carry from neshut hayachid to neshut hayachid. Oh, here's the key. That when you have a reshut yahid that is so big, but more than bet time, lo gazur. They didn't make the gezera going from one to the other. My ta'ama. Oh, let's go slow. Let's go slow. Bet satayim. When it's within bet satayim, the shad letutule bechule, where we you will to regular the shutei achid, you're not to carry within it. Ki asina letule minel lekemumi osed, going from the 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 the, the, the bet satayim to the karmelit, lo atyat minel chorban. Nothing bad will come out of it because what you're going to carry in it, you're allowed to carry in it. About the feme bet satayim. Ah, but if it's more than bet satayim, if we're going to osir, going from there to the yam, you're going to say, oh, must be, it's a reshut yachid gemura. And what's going to end up happening? You're going to end up carrying inside. And therefore, to be lenient on one of the gezerot is going to break their other gezerah. So therefore, in that case over there, there's going to come a, 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 a problem. Because if they allow you to go from the more than the bet satayim to the yam, or if they forbid it, people say, oh, must because of the shut yahid. What's going to end up happening? They lose their other gezerah. Khurbah is going to come back with people going to carry with inside of it. And they don't want that because it's really a karmelit. So, ki asrinan letotomine le karmelit, lo atyamine khurbah, aval tefeme bet satayim, i asrat metokhol, ayam tukunu osed, which means they preferred uh, to preserve this takana over the other takana. So therefore, we understand why 
there's a difference between the Karfef Deen of Rabbi Yohanan and why there's a difference between the case of uh, the rock that's more than Betzatayim, why they allowed you to carry from the uh, rock that's more than Betzatayim to the uh, to the uh, to the ocean, because if you're going to oser to do that, a churbah can come out of it. So, and that's what the Gemara says: Betzatayim the shari letaltule bekule.